Hey, what up, Cleat Heads? How's it going? Um, welcome to this week's uh, edition of Cleat Heads. And I just want to take this opportunity to thank everybody who has continued to listen and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram. Take part in the very uh, the, the various uh, polls that I post during the week, especially about Cleats. Um, your guys' input on um, what I choose to do here is actually very valued. Uh, those of you who are leaving comments... Uh, I also greatly appreciate everything you guys have been doing. And as always, I do this um, only because I enjoy cleats and I'm glad that I have enough people who I guess have been tuning in to um, uh, listen to me talk about cleats. <laughs> so I will say that this week has been a little harder um, to get information. This is kind of the part of the year where we start to see a lot of uh, changes as far as silos um, and uh, Announcing new launches, finding new uh, boots that will or will not work going into the 21-22 season because that is whereabouts we are at this point. Um, so I will say that this week was, was particularly challenging trying to find new material. Um, so I will go over a couple of things that I have already covered in other programs, but only because... I'm kind of stretching it out here today, but I do have I do have two boot reviews for you guys at the end of the of the recap here, so definitely worth the uh, the listening. Um, so we'll just start off with uh, Adidas uh, launched Super Spectral um, a couple days ago, uh, and just looking around, I'm actually currently watching uh, a little bit of a Manchester City game, and I actually saw Bernardo Silva is wearing. Then this is something that I didn't really know about. Um, it seems like everybody has liked it. Seems like the new, um, it seems like the uh, the new colorways are pretty popular. But what I am definitely noticing is everybody's kind of staying away from laceless boots at the moment. Uh, I don't see a lot of people uh, wearing the high top predators. In fact, I don't really know anybody other than Mark Andre Ter Stegen, who is uh, currently wearing the. Um, laceless approach to the predator um i do see a lot of short top predators and i do see a lot of short top nemesis now that i say it uh and the new ghosted uh the new adidas x ghosted is um pretty interesting it's like a really really hot pink and orange um but apparently the guys love it so i see a lot of those out there um anyway so we'll jump right into adidas since i started with that um so there. So after Super Spectral that was just released, uh, Adidas will be releasing in May 2021 the Adidas Showpiece uh, pack, which will likely uh, be the pack that is used during the Euros 2021. And so even though we don't have official pictures or even leaked pictures, we do have the information about the colorways, um, and it's going to be um, each. So each silo is going to get its own individual colorway. Um, <clears throat> excluding the Nemesis because, as I stated previously, the last edition of the Nemesis has been released as part of the Super Spectral pack, and that is the end of that boot probably for a good long while. Um, so the Copa Sense is going to be in silver metallic, blue, and scarlet. The Predator X is going to be in silver, black, and blue, which I think sounds like a pretty interesting combo. And I'm really looking forward to seeing some of those leaked pictures get posted in the coming days. And the Adidas X Ghost is going to be in silver, black, and scarlet, which also seems pretty interesting. Definitely looking forward to seeing um, those leaked pictures coming out kind of soon here. Um, it's kind of odd that they have not already leaked them. Uh, but there was, there was, I did see the one for the Copa Sense, and it does look 
look pretty awesome. Um, so I will say that there is a major piece of technology update uh, for the Adidas X. It will be no longer the Adidas X Ghosted. It will be the Adidas X Speedflow. And um, there will be more information on that coming out uh, in the coming days. Like I said, I got to give myself a little something to work with moving forward. Um, so we're just going to jump right into Nike. Um, there is the announcement for the new Phantom GT2 that is going to be coming out in July. It just said that there was an announcement. There were some suggesting that it may have been discontinued or it would no longer be a part of the Nike boot family, but apparently it was. It has been confirmed that the Phantom GT will stay through the 21-22 20, 20, season. Um, and in May, Nike is releasing the gold pack. I already talked about them last week, so I won't go into it with much detail. I has already told you the um, tempo looks mighty awesome in that. So that is all I've got for Nike. And then Puma also released kind of, well, it released, didn't kind of release. They released uh, three or four different colorways almost in quick succession in the last couple months. And now it looks like we won't have another release from Puma. They're actually, corrections, they, they did release this month a, uh, a X, or sorry, an Ultra and a Future Z in K-Leather. Um, I didn't cover it because it's hard to get your hands on K-Leather here in California. Um, and I, I'll save it a little bit for the end of the program, um, and you'll see why. But they did release that, I guess, earlier this week, and uh, I haven't seen anybody else wear them. But that was so. But they will be releasing in July a new pair of uh, a new colorway in the Future Z and the Ultra, and it's going to be called the Fast Forward Pack. It's going to be in blue, blue, and scarlet. The Future Z and the Ultra is going to be in scarlet, scarlet, and blue. Um, so scarlet is like a reddish color and blue is almost like a royal blue. So that will be the latest and the greatest from Puma coming out. But we got a bit of ways to go because it is not till July that they will release a new uh, set of colorways. Everybody will be basically using what they've got on their feet now till July, uh, the summer, uh, which might actually be part of the... Um, some of the Euros, at least Copa America for sure. Um, and I do also think that there will be other releases, but we will have to see. And the off-brand that I got was, so kind of kind of had to stretch for this one. Um, I'm going to cover the Concave Halo 2 Plus. Um, it's a, uh, Concave is a soccer uh, boot brand that we, uh, I don't know if anybody has ever had the chance to wear concave or has even heard about it, but it is a substantially less important brand, but it is made uh, here in the United States. So it is kind of cool that it is a, a strictly an American brand. Um, but the distinguishing part, which is something I don't tend to cover because, you know, professionals make a shit ton of money anyway off these kinds of deals. I wanted to cover this particular deal because I felt like, being that Concave is an American brand, I wanted to uh, help you guys at least open your eyes to it if you haven't heard of it, or if you have, um, at least help cast a larger light. And hopefully um, it will, now considering that uh, Mesut Ozil has uh, signed as the official face of Concave moving forward, and in case any of you guys are unaware of this, he did recently transfer in um, January to Fenerbahce, a team in Turkey, uh, and he has been repping the Concave Halo 2 Plus 
Uh, like I said, an American brand. Pretty cool. Uh, Mesut Ozil, I think, is one of the most technically gifted players that we've seen in the last maybe five or ten years. Um, so it's great to see that an American brand has made such a huge, uh, has signed such a huge player to add it to its face. Perhaps it will help raise its repertoire. And if any of you guys are interested in Concave, the you can actually, the Halo 2 is actually on Proterac Soccer. If you just type in Concave, it should show up right away. Um, he is going to release his own signature, Concave 2, but apparently that is still in the works and there were no pictures and no information about it. But should uh, looking forward, it should be kind of uh, something that you guys should keep your eyes out for. Alrighty, that's the boot wrap up. So now we're gonna go to boot reviews, which is always substantially funner. Um, okay, so I this week um, I took a little, you know, took a little extra. It took a little time. I took yesterday to do a couple of different things today to have to, for you guys today, and so I actually did two separate boot, boot reviews. Boot reviews. Um, one is the Puma Ultra, and the other one is the Puma King Platinum. And we're just going to dive right in. Um, I'm going to start with the Puma King Platinum. So I spoke very highly of this boot. Uh, the Puma King boot has always been uh, a mainstay, I would say, in, in what is like considered the OG soccer boot. Um, so like the Adidas Copa Mundial. The, the Puma King was the, the equivalent of um, and I had the chance to wear the Puma King Platinum over the weekend, and I'm here to tell you that the boot is not very good. Um, it has a very different, it has a very particular uh, cleat plate. The whole, all of the cleats are set up, uh, the, the sole of the plate where the studs are at are all set up very differently. And um, essentially on the instep of your foot, so basically from your toe to your heel, the boots that the, the studs that line up from that uh, in that area are longer and thicker, and the boots on the outside and the studs on the outside are thinner and shorter. And then there's a stud in the middle, near the near the tip of the boot, so almost you know where your toes would be at. And on natural grass, it is impossible to stand up straight. Um, I was not expecting that at all. Um, as far as the top and as far as the leather goes, it is very comfortable. Um, there's no problems as far as um, there's no problems as far as you know how the boot feels, blisters, any of that stuff. There, there's as far as that goes. Even the lacing is very very simplistic. Um, it's it's got the double sided lacing, so it keeps it it keeps the boot pretty snug. But the cleat plate is really difficult. And like I said, I was falling over. I was playing on um, natural grass this weekend. And the first 15, 20 minutes that I had the boot on, I could not, I could not get it to do what I needed it to do on the field. Um, and then so I had another opportunity to take it out to some AstroTurf, and it didn't get any better. Um, so this boot is great to look at. It's uh, visually, it's beautiful. The, the, the leather, the white leather with the gold studs, I mean, it looks fantastic, but it is a really complicated boot to play in. Um, and so I, I recommend this boot if you just want to hang on to it. It's not super expensive, and they did make a certain amount. Um, I, think, I believe you can still get your hands on it if you look around, but um, it's definitely just a boot that you want to keep. Um, 
stored away for future resale or I mean whatever just to say that you have them um, because to play with they're really difficult like I said I'm a size 10 and I have a wide arch and it's very very difficult it was very very difficult for me to find my feet in that boot so uh, verdict on the Puma King Platinum buy it look at it take some cute take some awesome pictures I almost said cute take some awesome pictures with it uh, but and then put it right back in that box because as far as soccer goes it is really difficult to play in and the second boot that I reviewed also from Puma was the Puma, Puma Ultra. And the Puma Ultra, I talked pretty disparagingly about it uh, when it first released. I compared it to some other boots. I believe it was the Nike Teleria. And, um, you know, it surprised me. The, the wideness of the boot is fantastic. The, the uh, upper... And, the, and the, the attachment points where the upper meets the plastic that makes the bottom part of the boot is really, really solid. Um, it's wide, so if you've got a wide foot, it's a good fit. It's a good fit for you. It'll probably be a good fit for you. I didn't get to test it out for as long as I would have liked to, but I will say that it was very comfortable. Um, as far as um, playing in them, I, I would have to at least try one more time, but overall, the feel of the boot felt really good um so i i would definitely and they've got a lot of very different colors i have it in that like orangish red that i forgot exactly what was the color but um it is it, they've got a lot of options as far as color goes and it is definitely something that um i was honestly surprised um i didn't think that it would feel good i did not think that it would be a good boot and i'm definitely wrong about that and so if you've you know if you're thinking about trying out Puma, I would say definitely go with the Ultra. Um, it's a great boot. There's lots of colors. Um, some people like it that it's low cut and that it's a a speed boot. I don't know if it exactly fits the category of speed boot. I also don't know if it would fit exactly the category of lightweight, but it's a good boot. Um, so definitely give it a try if you're interested in trying out Puma. I would say go ahead and start with the Ultra. I will say that I am looking to try out the um, the Predator Freak low top, the Predator Freak high top, and the Puma Ultra, or no, the Puma Future Z uh, in the next two or three programs. Um, but that does wrap up our boot review, and that is our program for this week. And I just want to thank everybody again for uh, listening and tuning in for this uh, the, this week's edition of Cleat Heads. I will talk to you all next week.